Smith and Nelson in the morning on 94.9 KISS FM. Montana's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM. Smith and Nelson in the morning, always streaming with your free KISS FM mobile app. This has to get you a little excited, right? Harry Potter, the celebration is on. Absolutely, man. You being a big Potterhead, is that what you call? Yeah, why Harry not? Harry Potter fans? Yeah, throw that out there. <laughs> What's the fandom called? Uh, yeah, I think... So there's got to be some name out there. There's probably... I think Potterheads is probably uh, correct. I feel like I've heard that before that's anyway. A, that's something I heard in passing? It yeah, stuck. at some point. But right. uh, yeah, Harry Potter fans are going to want to check this out. Highlander Beer uh, hosting their annual Harry Potter birthday party at the, the end of the month. Which is, uh, of course, back after not happening last year. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so in, in, in the books and in the movies, Harry Potter's birthday is on July 31st. Uh, so at the very end of the month, every year, they like to do like kind of a birthday party celebration. So this is happening on the 28th over at Highlander Beer, and they're going to have games and trivia and a costume contest and drinks and, you know, other pottery deals. Not pottery deals. <laughs> Not with a wheel and, like, clay. <laughs> exactly. Which- but... Harry Pottery deals. Which makes you wonder, like, why are they not doing it on the 31st? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Cause, uh, Especially because the 31st is the weekend, I think, too. When, if Wednesday's the 28th, that'd be the, Saturday would be the 31st. Right. That'd be, uh, be a great day to do it. Right? You would think that would make sense, but that's not what they're doing. Kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, maybe they got something else going on the 31st. Who knows? Regardless of the day, games and trivia and costume contests. Yeah, it should be a, should be a fun time. And I mean, I went to, uh, Harry Potter trivia last year. Over at Ogren Park, when they would do trivia Tuesdays every night, and uh, that was intense. That was a very people like, are serious about their Potter. It was a humbling experience for me. For somebody who like I, I consider myself somebody who knows a lot about Harry Potter. I went to the midnight release of the book. You know, the, like, the last book when that came out. Sure. I went to like Barnes and Noble at midnight and got the book and everything. Uh, and I, I went in thinking like, oh, I'm going to do pretty well at trivia here. You know, well, you did do pretty well. I did do pretty well. I got almost nothing wrong. And I still I didn't even make it on the board. You know, there was like twenty to twenty five teams that were ahead of me There's in some, trivia night. Some serious fanatics around yeah, town. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Missoula is a, it's kind of a Harry Potter town. There's even that like one neighborhood in Missoula Which where all just, the, all the streets are named after Harry Potter characters. It's just so weird. To yeah. Be- be driving around and then be over there and be like, well, this is just kind of crazy. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's Herm- Hermione Lane. Now. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's just like its own little thing there, yeah. Yeah, super weird. But, uh, yeah, so if you are one of those uh, big Harry Potter fans, the Potterheads, as they're known, possibly. Or as we think they might yeah. be known. <laughs> if, if you think they may be called that, uh, then, uh, yeah, definitely worth uh, checking this out. Have over you, been to, have you been to one of these? I have not. Have uh, I think I wanted to go. It was 2019, I guess. Uh, and I wanted to go that year. Uh, and I, you know, I was going to go with my girlfriend, uh, who I don't think was my girlfriend at the time. That was like right before we started dating. But like she, uh, we like didn't get out of work until like a certain time at that point. And so, you know, we didn't, we weren't able to coordinate exactly getting there at the right time. Now should be able to make it. Should there be able go. to do this app. Should be able to make this happen. So looking forward to uh, actually checking it out this year. All right. Highlander beer, the 28th. Is that the 28th is the date. The actual birthday for Harry Potter is 31st. I don't think you have to get him a gift. But it w- probably wouldn't hurt. Not necessarily. Yeah. Not necessary. <laughs> All right. Potter party details. KissFM.com and your KissFM mobile app. 94.9 KissFM. Smith & Nelson, 94.9 KissFM. Some Nashville news is coming up with our Music City 60. First, a weather check. Missoula looking at a high around 90. Next couple of days, actually. Take us right on through the rest of the work week before it's back into the upper 90s.
97 expected for both Saturday and Sunday. Oh, man. Weather check for the morning from Claim Jumper Casino. That's right. Great food and entertainment come together. The Claim Jumper Casino, 3021 Brooks, Missoula, next to Southgate Mall. Had a story before the 4th of July that was kind of leading into the holiday, talking about how more dogs end up at shelters and right. society than any other time of the year because dogs are scared of the fireworks. Yeah, they freak out and they run off. Uh, and then wouldn't you know it, the follow-up yesterday was <laughs> the uh, Humane Society of Western Montana posting pictures of dogs that they found over the weekend. Okay. And seems like they got a, uh, got a high number of them. Um, so they posted some pictures on uh, social media, and we kind of put together a little mini gallery of some of them and then included some information about either if you've lost your pet, trying to trying to find it yeah or, trying to reconnect or if you know, or if you've seen the pet and you know who's who it belongs to then uh, hey yeah you, you can connect the people too or if you just see uh, a random one in your neighborhood that doesn't belong you're like right. where did this guy come from there's the uh, the animal control uh, link that you can kind of report that information there's also the phone number for the humane society so you can kind of try it as best as possible to to reconnect furry friends and uh, their owners yeah get all that together so we got that story, KissFM.com and your KissFM mobile app right there on your app. Easy to do. Just open it up and uh, kind of take a little peek there. Yeah, kind of scroll through. I mean, there are uh, quite a few dogs there uh, that I've been missing, and they need to be reunited with their owners. And we like those stories on the flip side. They're like, oh, yeah, I was just, just browsing through, and I saw this one. It was my neighbor's. I was like, hey, gosh, right. go find your dogs. Cool stuff like that. All right, so we've got that on our website and your mobile app. We've got Nashville news for your morning here, your Music City 60 with 94.9 KissFM. Bringing the where, the what, and the who. From Nashville straight to you. It's the Music City 60 on 94.9 KISS FM. Okay, it was the country superstar wedding of the year. One fans have been waiting for Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani got hitched on July 3rd at Blake's Oklahoma Ranch. According to E!, the ceremony was officiated by Carson Daly, who told the Today Show yesterday that Blake wrote a song for Gwen he performed just for her and that there wasn't a dry eye in the place. MSN reports that Gwen wore two Vera Wang gowns, one for the ceremony. It was a fitted bodice and big tulle skirt and that her chapel-length veil had the names of her three boys, Kingston, Zuma, and Apollo, embroidered in it, as well as her name and Blake's. For this reception, she had a short Vera Wang tulle-skirted dress, according to brides. The wedding was attended by 40 of Gwen and Blake's closest friends and family, and pop culture says that even though it was rumored Adam Levine was not at the wedding, neither was Ellen DeGeneres, who offered to be Gwen's maid of honor, and Miley Cyrus wasn't there either. She'd offered to sing. I'm Tama Fulton. Catch you later. And now, you're in the know with Nashville. Smith & Nelson's Music City 60. 94.9 KISS FM. Smith & Nelson, 94.9 KISS FM. Concert announcement yesterday. Country show, too. Yeah. We're going to share those details with you coming up here in just moments. Weather check for our day. A high near 90. Missoula expected to see... About 91 for a high with overnight temperatures in the mid-50s. Next couple of days, again, right around that 90 mark. And then when we get into the weekend, Saturday and Sunday again, both shooting back up into the upper 90s. Highs expected to be around 97. Weather check for the morning from the Advocates Injury Attorneys. That's right. If you've been in an accident, don't go it alone. Call your local Advocates Injury Attorney. They take the stress away, deal with the insurance, and get you the settlement you deserve. They don't get paid until you win. Call the Advocates today at 406-640-4444 or MontanaAdvocates.com. Came out of the gate hot and heavy. As soon as the, as soon as the first concert was kind of announced yeah. for the season, 
Then they just started coming one after the other. There was multiple concert announcements in a day. They were sure. coming left and right. Yeah, Woo! Cheryl Crow, Brandy Carlisle, ZZ Top, all these different artists all coming to town. Uh, like we, it was basically nonstop for a few weeks. It was great here at the station. We were able to, you know, just it, like it was. It had been so long since we had that kind of buzz going on, you know? Yeah, it was great. Being able to give away tickets to the upcoming shows. Right. Uh, I was actually out at the Kettle House Amphitheater over the weekend. Yeah. Went, went to that first Brandy Carlisle show. Kind of the real, the official return of concerts. Right. Uh, it felt great to be back at a show. And then they had kind of, around the amphitheater, there's like the, the printed posters of the upcoming shows. Right. So I kind of just thought, well, I, I guess that's... The lineup, right? Right. I mean, they've already printed the posters. How can they add more to it? <laughs> um, just kind of thought, you know, things slowed down a little bit, and then they had the posters and on the lineup. Right. They kind of took you through the summer. It was like, well, yeah, I could see that being the complete lineup. Yeah, it looks like a full lineup, but they have still, uh, I guess there's still a couple of gaps in the schedule they want to fill. They gave us a nice little surprise yesterday. Log Jam pre- Presents announcing that uh, there's going to be another show out at the amphitheater. And on top of that, it ends up being a country show. There you go. Justin Moore going to be at the amphitheater, and this should be a fun one. It's one of those. Uh, it's one of those quick turnarounds where they announced it yesterday, and tickets going on sale here before the week is up. Nice. Uh, but it's Justin Moore, August twentieth. It's a Friday night. That's always nice to have shows on a Friday night or oh, a yeah. weekend, right? Doesn't have to interfere with work. Uh, so Justin Moore, man, he's got a just a great collection of hits too. Yeah, great backlog. That's one where you can go and just sing along the entire time. Uh, Justin Moore tickets with the pre-sale. It's going to happen tomorrow. And that's with, with Logjam. It's one of those ones where you kind of got to go to their page and you yeah. sign up for like the email. That way you're going to get the, the pre-sale yeah, code Yeah, they'll send you the you. code and all that kind of stuff. Yes, yeah, so that's happening tomorrow. And then Friday, the official on sale, uh, which is going to happen at 10 a.m. And then we're going to have tickets to give away. Yes, we will. Actually, uh, tomorrow and Friday. So that's exciting. Have a chance to win them before you can even buy them. And if you want tickets, you can do that online. We've got the link. You can get them with Logjam or the uh, the phone number you can call and do it. So, All right. Again, if you want in on the pre-sale, though, you gotta you got to kind of poke around a little bit and make sure you're on that uh, that mailing list with Logjam, and they'll get you the details. Justin Moore, Kettle House Amphitheater, August 20th, the show. Hey, go ahead. Keep on adding those shows. We'll take them. If you're there, though, and you're rocking out, here's one you'll hear. 94.9 KISS FM, Smith & Nelson, with what's newsy and noteworthy. Yes, it is. What's newsy and noteworthy for your morning, and it was maybe like two years ago. It was like Chick-fil-A versus Popeyes versus whoever. Like, everybody was trying to make their own chicken sandwich, yeah. right? Uh, and now, the makers of Airheads Candy have taken their shots. <laughs> Say, Seems weird. Yeah, they debuted their own chicken sandwich. And the entire bun is made out of sour gummy candy. It is the the bun is airheads basically, uh, but it is like shaped like a bun. It's just it's all made of airheads, but it's like chicken and you know all the chicken is it sandwich just a publicity thing. thing? It, it's a marketing gimmick. I mean, you can't go get one. Well, the sandwich right? is also real, but it was only on the menu for one day at a restaurant in Chicago for <laughs> National Fried Chicken Day. So you could get it. You could get it for one day. At one point. Yes, okay. and then no one will ever speak of it again. I wonder, it, it, it I wonder is, how many they sold. Uh, I'm guessing very few, except for probably like the one guy who was like, hmm, interesting. Like, you know, the one guy who got like into the marketing gimmick of it. Yikes. Crazy. Yeah. All right, here you go. A uh, story says a uh, lady in Illinois suing a family dollar store because their smoked, almond, smoked almonds aren't smoky enough. Oh, no. Her lawsuit states that uh, the almonds aren't smoked at all despite having packaging that says so. She expected that any smoke taste was entirely from being smoked. Wanted more than a smoky taste, but a product that was sufficiently smoked <laughs> so that it did not require added smoke flavor. 
And apparently the kicker of the story says this is the second time the dollar store has been accused of lying about their smoked what? almonds. <laughs> is it the same person? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Great. That's crazy. A uh, woman on TikTok is claiming that builders uh, showed up at her place unannounced and they just started working in her backyard. And she didn't tell them they're at the wrong house because she kind of just wants whatever <laughs> wait, they're building. Let's wait and see what they're doing. Yeah, out there. yeah, exactly. Like, oh, they're building some kind of like deck or a patio or something. I kind of want that. So, uh, yeah, she claimed they showed up to the wrong house, has no idea. Uh, and she talked about getting it for free at first. And then people pointed out, like, well, it'd be kind of lame. It'd be pretty bad of you to, uh, you know, have them work on your house and, like, you know, create this thing and then not pay them. So she says she's going to pay them. Uh, and it could be all a publicity stunt because they're still I, working on her house like days later. I feel like it. I feel like it has to be at that point, right? You would think so because it's hard to believe that the, this would go so far without the crew finding out about it going viral on TikTok. Like eventually, someone's going to notice the wrong address or the yeah. blueprints or something. Right? Exactly. So uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, but the, she claims the crew is going to finish the job. A uh, story that says Heinz has started a new petition to get hot dog bun makers to include ten buns instead of eight in their packages. I mean, that, that's really what the world needs, isn't it? Uh, yeah, an equal number of hot dogs Why and hot dog different? buns. Nobody, it's ridiculous. <laughs> for the unknown questions of the world. <laughs> it's so we have to buy more of them. We've got a change.org petition that says hot dogs come in packs of 10, hot dog buns come in packs of 8. Why? As the condiment that has been bringing foods together for over 150 years, we've decided enough is enough. That's why we started the Heinz Hot Dog Pack. We're calling on Big Bun and Big Wiener companies to find the answer to this packaging mismatch once and for all. We need your signatures more than ever. Let's change hot dog history together. I mean, this could be a a major breakthrough uh, for hot dogs everywhere. A breakthrough of convenience, for sure. Yes, absolutely. Uh, A new study uh, looking at the big fast food chains, ranking them according to customer satisfaction by looking at things like food quality, order accuracy, and how nice the employees are. For the seventh year in a row, Chick-fil-A was number one. Wow, seven years. Seven years in a row, which, of course, I don't think we have a Chick-fil-A here in Missoula. Supposed to be getting one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, The old Pier 1 is supposed to be one. I forgot about that. Yeah, we are getting one Although I think it's still a ways out because the idea was they are going to, I think, do away with that building and then build, build from scratch. Yes. I think there's still still plenty of time, but that's the plan. There we go. Well, the number one in uh, customer satisfaction is Chick-fil-A. Last on the list, McDonald's. Oh, wow. All the way at the bottom. (laughs) All right, final one. California Highway Patrol recently pulled over the driver of a Toyota Prius because the person had a satellite dish mounted to their hood. Officer asked the man whether the satellite impeded his view of the road, and the response was, "Mm, only when I make right turns. (laughs) (laughs) It says... It says no word on whether the driver was ticketed. Yeah, you would sure hope. I would hope that so. would be the case, yeah. right? And then also, how do you get the entire story of the conversation right. between driver and cop, but not have the one little detail that probably matters the most <laughs> if you got a ticket or not? That is a good point. And, uh, I can see most of the time, just <laughs> not when I turn right. Oh well, okay. I mean, if, as long as you don't turn right, you're fine. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> All right, there you go. Newsy and noteworthy. It's kiss. It's here, my favorite country, every day. On Montana's country leader. I love it. I love it. 94.9 KISS FM, driven by Carl Tyler Chevrolet. Montana's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM. Smith & Nelson in the morning. Looking at a high 
in the low 90s here next couple of days. Around 91 expected to be the high today. Okay. As we look at weather quickly from Automotive Cutting Edge. That's right. When getting your car serviced at Automotive Cutting Edge, check out the observation deck off the mini tower above the office. A great way to relax and enjoy the airport view while waiting for your car. 4198 Corporate Way, just before the airport. For appointments, call Donna at 542-2218, automotivecuttingedge.com. Looking at a story yesterday where it was talking about how Montana has a Guinness World Record. And I was like, yeah, this is what we're talking about. All right. There was a, there was a story the other week where somebody had set the, the new Guinness World Record for stacking M&Ms on top of each other. This is my favorite Guinness World Record, I think. <laughs> the one with M&Ms? Yes. Yeah, where it's, it's five? It's five <laughs> M&Ms. That's the world record. That seems like a really easy world record to break. But then you actually see the video of the guy doing it. And, you know, you, you don't think about it, but M&Ms are round. So you stack two and that's pretty much the most you, most people can do, I think, right? I remember it was a it was a story we used for Newsy and Noteworthy last week. Yeah, it was kind of like a new world record has been set <laughs> for stacking M and M's, and the right. total is five. Yeah, it was like, well, sheesh, that's a that's not very exciting, right? I, I like my love. world records to come with you know something where I'm like, man, that's incredible, right? Like if it was like ten thousand M and M's that that guy stacked, <laughs> that would be pretty impressive. Like Joey Chestnut eating seventy six hot dogs over the week, like, that's right. impressive. That's yes. something I look at and go, man, that's that's wild. Yeah, I like because uh, Joey Chestnut like always breaks a record. It seems like his own record, but yeah, yeah it's own record, <laughs> and it's always like one more hot dog than the previous year. He he knows the limits he can set for himself. That's <laughs> like he knows like oh. If I just keep doing one more every year, yeah. next thing you know, the top ten records will all be mine. There you go. It's all part of his uh, plan for master domination. <laughs> master domination of the hot dog eating world. Absolutely. All right. I uh, saw yesterday the story, though, that Montana actually is uh, home to the biggest farm tractor <laughs> ever made. That is a Guinness World Record. Wow. That uh, Montana holds. So that, that feels like one. Like if if Montana was going to hold any record, that feels like one that Montana would have. I think it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, looking at this, so I saw the story that kind of started over the weekend, where I saw I don't know in passing just on social media or something that uh, this tractor was on display in Kalispell for the weekend. Oh yeah. I was like, wow, oh that's cool. What is it? I clicked on it. I started reading it, reading it, and then uh, kind of had a cool backstory about it. But this thing is, I mean, this thing is massive. Right. 95,000 pounds, which, you know, that doesn't mean a lot to anybody, right? It's like, well, okay. It's I just, mean, just a number. It's a pretty heavy uh, tractor for sure. But when you throw out there, uh, like the weight of the tires on the tractor are 36,000 pounds. That's as much as like a typical farm tractor. Yeah. And then the, 36,000 that range. This thing's 95,000 total. So this is like three times the size of, you know, a normal tractor. It's pretty amazing. It holds 1,000 gallons of fuel, 28 feet long, 25 feet wide, um, burns through three-quarter of a gallon of gas per acre, can do an acre and a half a minute. And it's, it's going back in the story, it's very cool. Like built in 1977. Yeah. Uh, all locally in Montana. Then it got like sold or, or, it was built here, but then shipped to California. Okay. And someone had it, and then it ended up in, like, Florida, working in the fields, and then somebody brought it back here. So it's kind of, like, back pretty dang close to where it was actually actually made. That's pretty cool. And then I saw a story. They, they needed to change the tires on it after, like, 40 years. <laughs> uh, the company that built them, the original tires had gone out of business. Sure. Nobody else makes tires these big or this big, so they had to have them, like, special made and all that. It's just a, a very cool backstory to yeah. it. Yeah. And when you see someone actually stand next to the tractor, I think that's when you go, like, Whoa, okay. And that's what yeah. gives it its scale. When you see, like, because <laughs> we have the video on kissfm.com of this tractor, and when you look, just look at the thumbnail, it's like, oh, 
well, that just looks like a regular yeah, tractor. Yeah. Right? But then you see it in action. It's like, oh, okay, there it is. When you see it, you go, oh, that just looks like a tractor. And someone's next to it, and you go, okay, they're not even close to the top of the tire. Yeah. <laughs> kind of cool. It's, it's one of those, like, hey, didn't know that. Right. Montana's home to the biggest farm tractor in the Guinness World Record book. Not bad. Kind of cool. But if you want, uh, you want the story and the backstory of the uh, the tractor they call Big Bud. Yes. You can uh, kind of poke around a little bit on our website or get the story with your free Kiss FM mobile app. 94.9 Kiss FM. Montana's country leader, 94.9 Kiss FM. Smith and Nelson in the morning. Who was 97 yesterday? Yeah. 97 coming up on tap for the weekend. Kind of nice to have a couple days here that are just a little bit cooler. You think, look at the high and you go, oh, 91. But, man, six degrees make a difference. Absolutely. Good Fish. week to be on the river this week. I was there uh, yesterday, and, uh, yeah, was, the water felt so nice. Like, it's like warm enough now where the water's not freezing anymore. Yeah. It's pretty nice. You'll get that shock. Yeah. All right. Movies with Mike Smith and Nelson do it every morning right around this time. Give Mike a couple movie titles. See if he can give us the year that the movie came out. Let's start you for your morning here with Gods and Monsters. Gods and Monsters. I know this one. <laughs> uh, is this Angelina Jolie? This is not. No, no, Okay, no. who's in this? Ian McKellen, Brendan Fraser. Okay. Lynn Redgrave. Okay. That's your big three. Top three, I guess. Ian McKellen, Brendan Fraser, and Lynn Redgrave. So going back about 20 seconds ago when you said, I know this. <laughs> Has that changed? Uh, I mean, I definitely know the title. And okay. uh, if Brendan Fraser is one of the main characters, it's got to be late 90s, early 2000s. Although Brendan Fraser just recently in a movie called No Sudden Move, uh, which is on HBO Max now, just came out. And I was like, hey, Brendan Fraser's back. <laughs> it's very exciting. Uh, okay, Ian McKellen, Brendan Fraser, Lynn Redgrave. Who's the director of this? Bill Condon. Bill Condon. He was the director of the last two Twilight movies and also uh, the live-action Beauty and the Beast uh, but this would have been way before that. I have two years that are jumping around in my head. Okay. And they're kind of far apart. Oh. Uh, I'm thinking, I'm going between 2002 and 97. Okay. But now I'm like second guessing whether it's like maybe surrounding those years. It's, uh, it's around there. But Ian McKellen would have had X Men in 2000 and then X2 in 2003. He would have been doing Lord of the Rings around the same time, too. Brendan Fraser would have had The Mummy in 99. The Mummy Returns in 01. I'm going to say Gods and Monsters 2002. 2002. Should I, should I have gone 97? November 98. 98. Yeah. Man. There you go. That's a bummer. <laughs> uh, number two, Land of the Dead. Land of the Dead. Is this uh, George Romero? Yes. Okay. So this is... Uh, so he, George Romero did many of the of the dead movies, you know, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. Those were kind of the classics from the 60s, 70s, 80s. And then much later in his career, he did a bunch more of the dead movies that were not as well received. Uh, this I have, being one of them? This would be one of them. Uh, I have Diary of the Dead on DVD somewhere, but uh, Land of the Dead, I think, was before that. And I think uh, Simon Pegg from Shaun of the Dead makes a cameo in this movie. So I think it would have been right after Shaun of the Dead. I'm going to say Land of the Dead was 2005. 2005. All right. Bingo. And then uh, we're throwing a police academy at you this morning. Oh, boy. Police Academy 4. <laughs> police Academy 4. Is there a subtitle of this one or is it just Police Academy 4? Uh, I'm sure like, there is. 
is. A few of them are like mission to Moscow or whatever. There's right? always something when you get up to the threes and the fours. <laughs> yeah. The uh, new class. Uh, you know, yeah, right. Something like exactly. that. Uh, Police Academy 4. Uh, I'll tell you, I'm not super familiar with the Police Academy movies, but I know they were making them like one per year for like a million years. <laughs> this was, is uh, Citizens on Patrol. Citizens on Patrol. Uh, I, I think. This is why that, sometimes I like the uh, I like the franchise ones because there's so many in there. Right. That can kind of kind of mix you up a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. And Police Academy is not a franchise I'm super familiar with. I think I've seen the first one way back in the day, but I never watched any of the sequels. Uh, is Michael Winslow still in it? Yeah. Still there, Steve Gutenberg. Oh yeah. Okay, so the, the gang, the, yep. the, the key players, are Gutenberg, still there. Bubba Smith, and uh, Michael Winslow. Okay, Police Academy Four. Uh, for some reason, I have it in my head that Mission to Moscow is '94, so it has to be before then. <laughs> um, it's got. I, I'm thinking this is probably late '80s to very early '90s. Police Academy Four. I'm gonna say uh, was <laughs> 1988. 1988. Everything was just so good. Until I got it wrong. 1987. 1987? 87. No! That's why I like those franchises that have <laughs> five and six titles. Right. After a while, they all start to run together. A little bit. <laughs> That's a bummer. All right. Kind of a tricky one there to end on. That was a, di- that was a difficult one. Yeah. yeah. That was a curveball. All right. There you go. Movies with Mike. Do it again right around this time tomorrow morning. Smith and Nelson. It's Kiss. Yep. This is your local country morning show. No bones about it. Smith and Nelson on 94.9 Kiss FM. Make this. Nelson 94.9 Kiss FM. Uh, looking at a kind of a story here. Kind of a fun one. And thought, well, we turn that into kind of a question for the sure, day. Sure, yeah. When I was reading this online, somebody posted, uh, they said they had dinner with friends for their birthday. He said, my buddy's a chiropractor and a bone collector. He and his wife gave me a prehistoric camel toe. Hold the jokes, people. Uh, he said, too funny and cool at the same time. And then it kind of got the conversation going about cool, unusual, right. weird, memorable. I think memorable would probably be the best word. Uh, gifts from over the years. Someone said, my wife sent me base jumping to a tower in New Zealand. Someone said, I actually have a shrunken human head. Obviously, wow. illegal, obviously illegal now, but this is grandfathered in. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Uh, someone said, I got a 40 ounce of Colt 45 signed by Billy D. Williams. <laughs> How crazy is that? That is awesome. And someone said, for some reason, I had an autographed sweat towel from Adam Duritz of Counting Crows. I came across it, gave it to a friend who's obsessed with Counting Crows. He almost cried. I said, no joke. I think I almost threw it away when I found it. <laughs> <laughs> One person's trash, other person's treasure. I guess so. That's pretty crazy. It's kind of the uh, it's kind of the thought there on that one. Uh, but yeah, kind of memorable gifts or just you know what, what's a what's a unique gift you ever received? You yeah, know, and just still still kind of stands out because you go, gosh, one time I got blank. Yeah, I remember for uh, when I graduated college, my uh, my gift for my parents uh, was my graduation gift was they got me a uh, a signed copy of the first uh harry potter script oh cool so the first movie harry potter and the sorcerer's stone and it was signed by daniel radcliffe emma watson rupert grint uh, uh a couple other people i think alan rickman was also in there jk rowling that's very cool. uh it was very cool and very like yeah it was one of those things like whoa i can't believe this is a, a thing and so i ha- actually still have that uh you know i think that's actually back in new york uh, but I do have it, and it is a uh, really cool gift. It's one that I kind of jumped to when I was like, wow, yeah. that was a great gift. That's an awesome gift. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, kind of same thing, autographed. I mean, a uh, big Jimmy Buffett fan. Sure. Uh, I worked at a radio station where 
uh, somebody from the station and somebody from the promotions department both got to like go to Key West for, yeah. for a Jimmy album release thing, and I was like, just like, oh my god, that'd be like the best thing in the world. Uh, the guy brought me back like a uh, signed Jimmy Buffett flip flop. Nice, was cool. Uh, one of the guys that works for a record label, uh, you know, huge Dwight Yoakam fan. So uh, Dwight doesn't sign a lot of things, doesn't sign anything, any meet and greets or anything. So, uh, but one of the record label guys got me a, a guitar that was signed by Dwight. And then uh, I think one of, I think one of my favorites though is my dad sent me a uh, money order in the mail. Okay. And I was like, oh, I just kind of you know got an got a card or an envelope in the mail. Yeah. And I opened it up and it was a money order. And then I flipped it, turned it around. It was for four cents. <laughs> and so, it's like so I called him. I was like, what's this about, Dad? And he, he was he was he was basically mad at me that I hadn't called him ah, for like a month or something. And nice, just, you know, got busy or whatever. <laughs> so, I don't I don't even remember His what passive aggressive way of telling <laughs> exactly. you to call more often. <laughs> yeah, this is what I think of you here, uh, but I don't remember remember what his exact answer was. I'm sure there was something tied into it, uh, but for some reason I still have that. It's been 25 years. Yeah, I still have the thing, and it's like <laughs> I don't know I don't know why, but I'm just like I, I just thought it was so so hilarious. Yeah, that he went to all the effort. Money order probably cost him 50 cents. Sure, went to all the effort. Like he's to- losing money. <laughs> Exactly. This deal. Yeah, <laughs> they went all the effort to go to the store, get a money order for four cents, which you know less amount that he paid for the thing, right? And put it in the mail, pay for postage, and send it to me just to say like, "Hey, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not pleased with you for not not keeping touch." <laughs> all right, uh, we're throwing this on Facebook here this morning. Kind of a question of the day for you. Yeah, what's that cool? What's an unusual? What's a what's a memorable gift you've received? Or it could I guess could be one that you gave to someone else? Yeah. Uh, Kind of like that example of the uh, the autographed towel from the band too. You know, it doesn't mean anything to you, but you give it to someone else, and, and it means a lot to them. Yeah. All right. So we're uh, we're putting that on social media here on our Facebook page. You can add your thoughts in the comments section. Also, with your Kiss FM mobile app, open that up and then uh, just just tap right there where it says "Message Us." Morning on ninety four nine Kiss FM. Ninety four nine Kiss FM commercial free for your workday that starts at nine thirty this morning. We were talking a little bit earlier this morning about the uh, Humane Society, the fact that they kind of see that rush of dogs around the 4th of July holiday. That's right. A lot of dogs get spooked after the fireworks. They rush off. The Humane Society is working to uh, reunite people with their dogs. So we have the uh, the details. You can kind of look at some of the pictures they've posted where they've found dogs and they're trying to get them back to their owners. Or those details, if you've seen anything kind of astray around the neighborhood where you're like, wait a minute. Uh, yeah. That doesn't look like... That little uh, little pooch is in the right spot. Maybe uh, it needs to find its home. You can report that to the uh, Humane Society. Could be. But on a uh, different note here, Humane Society, kind of uh, there's a cool thing coming up here for the weekend over at Fort Missoula, which uh, if you're a dog lover or pet lover, this is this is how you want to spend your weekend. Yeah, absolutely. It's called the Summer Firstival. Like a festival. Festival. Yes. Like a festival because it's animals. It's a festival. It's F-U-R, very clever. You are. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this is happening on uh, Sunday, July 11th. And uh, this will be a pretty good time. You can bring the family, your pet, and uh, come to hang out at the uh, Fort Missoula Pavilion from 12 to 3 30. They're going to have a catered lunch there from Charlie B's. Uh, so you got a couple of choices there. And then like live music from Wolf and the Moons. You got face painting. You can play some games. There'll be prizes given away, a silent auction. Aerial performers are part of it. I'm not sure exactly what that means, <laughs> but it sounds exciting. That seems, uh, that seems extreme for a, a pet festival <laughs> of aerial performers. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm picturing like trapeze artists yeah, or something, right? right? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. What, what, I guess you have to go to find out what that is. Wow. Uh, but, but yeah, that's what they say. So yeah, it looks like a pretty good time. Looks like 
this could be cool. I think uh, I might end up going to this this weekend. My girlfriend uh, especially requested that we go. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And I know when we get there, she's going to be like, so we should adopt a dog. And I'm going to be like, no, I'm here to eat barbecue and watch Ariel perform. That's kind of that's kind of been the uh, the approach lately. Anything that's anything that can steer you in that direction, yeah. getting a dog, she's all about. Yeah, I've been pretty uh, hard on the uh, we're not getting one yet. You know, one day, maybe down the, in the future, perhaps. But, uh, yeah, right now, not happening. But should be a cool time to just check it out, hang out, like hang out with the family, see some animals. Could be cool. So Monday when we do the weekend that was, you'll be like, well, we got a dog. <laughs> we, we went to the festival and yeah, we got a dog. Absolutely not happening. <laughs> all right. Details with the summer festival at Fort Missoula. KissFM.com and your KissFM mobile app. Nashville News right now with your Music City 60 with Kiss. Bringing the where, the what, and the who. From Nashville straight to you. It's the Music City 60 on 94.9 Kiss FM. Okay, it was the country superstar wedding of the year. One fans have been waiting for Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani got hitched on July 3rd at Blake's Oklahoma Ranch. According to E!, the ceremony was officiated by Carson Daly, who told the Today Show yesterday that Blake wrote a song for Gwen he performed just for her and that there wasn't a dry eye in the place. MSN reports that Gwen wore two Vera Wang gowns, one for the ceremony. It was a fitted bodice and big tulle skirt and and that her chapel-length veil had the names of her three boys, Kingston, Zuma, and Apollo, embroidered in it, as well as her name and Blake's. For this reception, she had a short Vera Wang tulle-skirted dress, according to brides. The wedding was attended by 40 of Gwen and Blake's closest friends and family, and pop culture says that even though it was rumored Adam Levine was not at the wedding, neither was Ellen DeGeneres, who offered to be Gwen's maid of honor, and Miley Cyrus wasn't there either. She'd offered to sing. I'm Tama Fulton. Catch you later. And now, you're in the know with Nashville. Smith & Nelson's Music City 60. 94.9 KISS FM. You know newsworthy nugget of the day with Smith & Nelson on 94.9 KISS FM. Brought to you by Farside Sign, Missoula's leading full-service sign and custom vehicle graphic shop. Farside Sign in the 2200 block of South Avenue West. Passing along tidbits of knowledge, known as your nuggets, and hopefully it's something you can uh, share with others. Hopefully. Once we pass it on. Yeah, that's the plan, at least. Uh, So, yeah, did you know, back in the day when margarine was first created, it was actually illegal to make margarine the same color as butter. They didn't want people to uh, confuse the two. I think there was, like, this anti-margarine sentiment going around, (laughs) whatever it was. But uh, it was illegal to make margarine the same color as butter. So manufacturers of margarine dyed it yellow. That's the reason why margarine has its yellow color. But eventually, margarine became more popular than butter. So butter manufacturers (laughs) started dyeing their butter yellow. (laughs) Now Uh, it's all yellow. (laughs) How it's gone, uh, how it went crazy from what they expected it would be. How the tables have turned. Kind of a weird thing. How Yeah, it was just one of those things where, like, you know, but like nothing can replace butter. Who who would ever want uh, this margarine? Yeah. Like you got to make sure it's it looks different so that nobody gets confused. And then butter started having to play catch up. Exactly. <laughs> so there you go. Margarine and butter are yellow because of uh, a contest between the two of them over the decades. Need to or not? Now you know.